Good morning and happy Thursday. Well, um, let's get right into it, guys. I've been talking a lot about authenticity in all these videos. I've been talking a lot about vulnerability, getting just out there with my emotions. And one of the hardest things for me to do sometimes is to get out there, no matter how much I talk about it, it's not easy. Um, like my son said one time, the hard thing about journaling is that you got to get in your feelings to get out of your feelings. What's up, honey? <clears throat> and as a result, that means that we have to actually experience consciously the feelings that we're going through. When I mean consciously, I mean not just letting it sit and, you know, simmer in the back of your head because all of us do that. We all have this moment where we just allow something to sit in the back of our minds and simmer and cause us to act a particular way. Like, I know you have, so I don't need to ask, but just as an example, have you ever been in a situation where it's like, you know, maybe three or four days after you've been acting some type of way and you're not really sure why you've been acting that way, you realize, oh, fuck, man, I've been thinking on and off about this thing here that's been really bothering me. And I guess, you know, I didn't really realize it, but it was bleeding over into how I was acting in the world. And the thing that, you know, I'm thinking about right now and the thing that I'd like to talk about today, obviously I've talked about this a lot. It's just like my last year, you know, um, almost like a recap, but to talk about a lot of like the emotional turmoil, a lot of the things that I've been through, the things I've experienced, um, but to get really vulnerable about that. And I guess, you know, I didn't take the time to appreciate how thoroughly my emotional state has just been up and down and up and down and up and down this year. Um, to say that it's been rocky, um, to say that it's been difficult, to say that there's been painful and things that nobody wants to experience would be an understatement. But to also say at the same time that there's been huge highs, massive moments where I was just so proud of myself, my team, the people around me, and getting to really show up and show out and prove to myself and the universe who I really am. Um, and uh, to let God shine through, get, let God's love shine through my actions, um, it'd also be an understatement. <clears throat> so let's just get right into it, guys. Um, if you've been following me for any you know real amount of time, then uh, you'll know that some things happened earlier this year. Um, one of which, you know, despite how it was talked about on Facebook, um, and this was something I haven't opened up about a lot because I felt like it just wasn't appropriate. Um, but I don't know how I can talk to you guys about being authentic, authenticity, being authentic and at the same time vulnerable, but hold parts of me back and hold parts of my experience back because really what that's doing is holding a part of me back that might actually help somebody, that might help me, that might just help get it out of me. And I talked to Lacey about this for a couple of hours last night. It was a it was a pretty profound conversation. We talked actually a lot about my life. She likes to ask me questions. It's almost like she wants to to know all about me, you know. Um, <laughs> big love, honey. Um, but um, as most of you know, I proposed to Cassie um, on the 24th of last year. Um, so I knew that this Christmas was going to be rough. Um, and I knew it was going to be rough because what I knew was happening is one of the highest, you know, like most beautiful moments of my relationship with her, an anniversary of that was coming up and she's gone. So I have to address the feelings of missing her and all of those feelings of weird emptiness and things that go along with grief. But 
what I didn't talk about and haven't talked about that much is that, you know, the way things went down between she and I was not as clear or clean cut as it would have looked from the outside. Um, I'll just suffice it to say that I didn't want to break up. I didn't want our relationship to end. It didn't end because of something I did. It didn't end because of something that, uh, you know, happened. Um, it, it ended because out of nowhere, uh, you know, Cassie wanted it to end. And, um, I experienced the three probably most traumatizing things a human being can experience when it comes to anxiety and stress all in the same two weeks. Um, and then have been coping with the experience of that for months now, um, almost a whole year as it would be. Um, and that is to have to move, to have a relationship end, or to have a death of somebody close to you. And all three of those things happened to me within literally the same two weeks. And it's a difficult thing for me to talk about because I have this part of me that wants to truly just honor, you know, people who have passed on and honor the memory and all the positive things that have happened um, and all the positive things that went on and not talk about, you know, the things that had a negative impact on me. Um, but again, I think if I'm really truly choosing to be authentic, what's up, Chris, tr choosing to be truthful and vulnerable, then I have to talk about those as much. And the reality is, is that those negative experiences in the process of us breaking up and the business breaking up, losing my house, formed me in a totally different way for the type of man I am today and the type of relationship I have with the people around me. Um, and, and first of all, that is that I'm a very, very fiercely independent person now because in that process, you know, I found myself in a town I'm not from with very few connections. Um, and I, I literally had no money. Like when, when we broke up, she, you know, she cut me out $1,500 out of our business account and said that was half of it. Um, and, uh, it took me $800 to buy my cell phone contract out and another two to $400 to buy some basic living supplies and find a place that I could just go stay at. Um, so I had $200 to my name the day after my birthday, two days after my birthday, uh, this year. And, um, on top of being destitute, I had, you know, no real connections. Um, I had some clients and some people that did have my back and I appreciate you guys no matter what. It really does mean a lot that y'all were here for me. Um, and then throughout all of that too, she also rekindled an old relationship with uh, somebody she'd been with on and off for a long time. Um, you know, I've, I've chosen to not sit and try to like dig into what happened or how what happened or whatever the hell, because I find that there's just too much pain for me to look at that and try to figure it out or, or really honestly care about it because it doesn't change the reality of where I find myself today. Um, but I have to be honest. I have to be authentic. I have to be truthful. The thing that I felt the most throughout that process, even before she passed on, and afterwards as well, because it, it, it didn't change the experience of that. And it didn't change the fact that I loved her when she passed on. It didn't change the fact that I loved her when she did all those things. Um, but I just felt betrayed. You know, I, I lost my business. I lost my house. I lost my family. I lost my forward momentum. Um, I lost my security in my life. Um, 
I literally, I literally was, I, I lost everything. And I found myself in many days of my life during that portion of time considering suicide. You know, I, the weird part is I never considered getting high again, but I considered killing myself a lot. And the thing that kept me going over and over again was my kids need me, you know, and I recognize that. And I'm so happy that I was, I had enough forethought and a rightness of mind to think about how important my relationship is to be a father to my children and not just be a father of children. And that means that to me that I had to dig really deep. Um, I had to figure out who I was. Um, I spent a lot of time being really angry at her and dude, you know, I spent a lot of time being angry at both of them and, and, and him. Um, I, I spent a lot of time trying to figure out how everything went wrong. And, you know, the thing is, is that none of that helped. What eventually did help was me choosing to put some love on the situation and to choose to put God in between me and what was hurting me. And that was the only thing that could not stop the pain, but keep me from continuing to try to figure stuff out and hurt myself more with these ideas and these imaginary evils that I was making up in my head that may or may not have been true, but there's no way I could ever prove it because I could never just simply ask her. You know, and I choose to believe that we did have a really powerful love. I choose to believe that there was a love between us that was very, very genuine and real. You know, but sometimes life happens, man. Sometimes the enemy grabs a hold of people and it makes them act like not themselves, you know. And when when she got found by her mom, um, you know, we figured out that, you know, that she had been using it, um... You know, it changed the whole relationship in my head of what I knew or what I thought was going on because I had my suspicions, but it really put it to it, you know. Um, and the hard part about that is that I know what it feels like to be lonely and afraid and just hopeless feeling. You know, I felt hopeless in those moments in my life, in those, in those first two weeks, those first three weeks. I've felt more hopeless than I've ever felt in my life. And every time I felt like I'd get on top of something just a little bit, figure out something just a little bit so I could start getting back on my feet, another thing would happen. And then another thing would happen. And it felt on top of the fact that I was just getting crushed by these waves of sorrow and grief consistently, like I couldn't get air for anything. And what I want to put out there is that I have learned that if I don't talk about these things, I can't help myself or other people. And I know that a lot of people say, well, you know what, the internet is not a place to be able to share these kinds of things and it should be private. But the reality is, is that there's no such thing as privacy and there never has been. It hasn't been private since the fucking dark ages, man. People talk about other people, they talk about their experiences and we can't be expected to keep quiet to help somebody's narrative feel comfortable. And what I know is that this year I lost a life partner I lost a business, I lost my house, I lost my family. And also in this same year, gained another life partner who I have a very strong relationship with God with. We literally prayed together for like a solid five minutes this morning. We both took turns praying and it was a really amazing experience. You know, I sat down and I asked God personally, I asked God and I said, I just, I don't know what to do, God, but I have a lot of pain and confusion in my heart and I'm going to lay it at your feet because I'm a proud person and I don't like asking for help, but today I'm asking for it and I know that you're here with us. 
And that strength I feel like is coming to me today in the ability to talk about something candidly. Um, it surprises me that I'm not crying my eyes out right now. Like I feel very, very emotional. I'm sure you can probably hear it in my voice because I feel like I can. And I know that through this, not only did I gain a new partner like that, I've gained a new business that's wildly fucking successful. I've started a, a public speaking and, and coaching business where I help people deal with problems that I've dealt with so that they don't have to end up as dark and low as I've been in my life. And my family is closer than ever. I'm able to be a father for my children right now in ways that I've never been able to be a father for my children before. You know, and it's been unfortunate, but I've been having to, you know, be the parent and put my feelings and put my kids' feelings and put my ex-wife's feelings to the side and keep them safe. Even though nobody's comfortable with the situation, they know and respect that I'm doing what's right for us and not doing something out of vindictiveness. And what I've learned through all this whole process, the most important part is that literally, I don't care how dark, no matter how heavy, no matter how hard your fucking life gets, you are not your emotions. You are not grief. You are not sorrow. You are not love. You are not joy. You are not any of those things. You are the observer of those things. And I would take that back and say that you are specifically love. And when you act outside of those things, when you let your emotions carry you away with anger or frustration or pushing anger out towards other people, behaving in particular ways, letting your creativity destroy your ability to have peace of mind. When you let those things happen, you are letting the enemy win. And I believe, I believe that our pain can be turned for purpose. I believe that with authenticity and with vulnerability and with an ability to display your tender, loving, warrior poet heart that everybody has inside their chest to the world and tell them who you truly are, there is no power greater than that. That inspiring other people to just be themselves is the most important act that you can participate in life. That, that this year I had some people show me who they were and I showed myself who I was and God showed me who he made me to be and gave me a glimpse into it and I realized that I'm constantly growing into that better version of me and that all of this pain that I've experienced and all of this these ups and downs have all just been more hammer blows from the masters the master blacksmith of creation's hammer hitting me over and over again and molding me into something that's useful to the world we live in an age right now where we're so focused on me, 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 me. But that is legitimately the source of all of your pain. The source of your pain is believing that you are your emotions. It is believing that you are so unique that you should not have to experience the good and the bad. Well, I'm here to tell you one of the weirdest parts about something that I've had to come to a massive, massive acceptance with is that God created everything. God created the heavens and the earth, heaven and hell. Literally all of creation is of, is of God's will. And I don't pretend to understand the workings of a universal intelligence capable of creation on that level. But I know what that really truly means is that there is no evil and there is no good. They are just simply experiences and energy wavelengths. And that I can live literally in a peaceful heaven on earth type of existence, once I choose to just love above all things, when I choose to love my pain, choose to love my enemies, when I can tell Lacey last night that on one hand, I wanna say some of the most negative, vitriol, hateful fucking things in the world, 
to that man that Cassie got with that I believe in my heart of hearts is the reason why we found her that day like that. <laughs> the reason why she got so deep back in, into everything that she'd taken so long and so hard to run away from. But I also know that if Jesus could forgive Judas Iscariot for selling him out to the Romans when he was going to the cross to be tortured and murdered, and despite him being God, did not want to have to experience that and prayed to his father about it, but accepted his fate nonetheless, that I can remove all that hatred in my own heart and hope that one day that this man gets his life right and gets his mind right for his family and for the people around him that need him to be his best version of his self, and then maybe one day I can look at a man that's no longer the man that I had so much anger and hatred for and shake his hand and say, I'm proud of you for becoming the person you are today. <sighs> All I know is that I don't want to hold on to anger anymore. I don't want to hold on to this pain anymore. And so today I'm just getting really vulnerable. Be honest, I've been confused for the last month. I knew all these dates were coming up and I know even more so what's even harder is that now that that one date's passed, I have that one great thing that happened with me and Cassie and then I have a fucking slew of anniversaries coming up in the next month and a half that are all bad anniversaries. They're all things that happened that were painful and difficult and I don't know how to cope with sometimes. But I do know that when I share it with you guys that it helps me. I do know that I hope in my heart of hearts that just one of my words reaches one of you and helps you improve your life in a major way because when I teach these things, it helps me improve me. There's no greater calling. There's just simply no greater calling than to be loving and to be honest. And to be honest, you have to be honest with you first. God sees us. Everybody else sees us. We all know that you're going through it. Don't spend one more fucking day alone. Being alone is a fucking, it is a mist. It is a fucking, like, I can't even think of the word for it right now. It's a mirage. It's not real. There's people all around us. I'm connected to people who I don't even live in the same state with right now through this video. And I can feel y'all's love. But let me just say one more time. I don't care how dark it is right now. That just means you're in the middle of the tunnel. That means that you need to put your head down and keep moving forward and eventually you will see that light at the end of the tunnel. And even if you feel like you can't, even if you feel like you've been in the tunnel forever, keep going. Don't wait for somebody to save you. You are the hero of your own story. Pick yourself up and write that story. Because that's what I've done this year and that's what I've learned about myself is that I am the hero of my own story. I am the person that I can look up to. I'm the man that I've needed my whole life to help me. And all it took was a decision to be that man. So I ask you today, as I always do, just to invite you to do something different. I want you to rewrite your story starting right now. Write it down. Write it down. Write it down. Write it down. Write it. Don't just think it. Get it out of here and onto something tangible. Write it down so that he that read it can run with it. Write it down so that when you get confused, you can see the path. So that when you get confused on why you're doing it, you know exactly why. And you can reread it and have that fucking power and strength infused into you. There's a reason why the word of God is so powerful. The written word is probably the most powerful invention in humankind's history. 
It has spawned everything that we experience today. It has created every singular piece of technological advancement that we experience today in a major way. It has been at least in part of, and if not the written, the spoken, and they just follow one another. So again, today do something different. Rewrite your story, write yourself a whole new chapter. I'm not joking, like page after page after page, fill it out, make it beautiful. Write about the house that you live in and the relationship you have with your friends and children. Write about the type of energy that you give off when you walk in a room. Write about the type of person that you want to feel like when you think about yourself. And fill it out, make it 4K, high def. Put so much of it on paper that God has no choice but to take it out of the fucking imagination and put it into the tangible world for you. As the first breath of life that your dream receives is when you write down what your dream is. I promise you, I promise you, this isn't a fucking suggestion on this level. Like, I promise you, if you follow those simple steps, you will be unfucking stoppable. Big love, everybody. Stay up on these holiday seasons. And I know it seems like I'm really sad. I'm just very somber right now. I'm actually very at peace. And I just love all of you. And I want you to know that you're not alone.